Welcome, everybody, to Disney with the Ducks, episode number 92. Tonight, uh, you've got me, John Crawl, and I've got with me almost all of the other Ducks. The only one we're missing tonight is Gene, unfortunately, but we've got Lonnie G. What's up? Kevin. Hey, y'all. Jody. Hi, friends. Jeff. Hi, friends. And that's it. Um, <laughs> so we definitely did not save the best for last there, but that's fine. Jeff's got a terrible hat on. Um, <laughs> None taken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get going, we just want to ask everybody to go out and please um, visit your podcatcher of choice and give us a five-star review. Write us some good words there and we'll um, dig that up and we can read it on a future episode. Um, so we'd love to see you know what you guys like about the show and um, hopefully there's nothing you dislike, but if you have something you dislike, privately send that to Jeff. Um, it's probably about, it's probably about me anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but if you could give us five stars, that would help other people find us and help us grow the community a little bit. Um, and also while you're at it, head over to our Facebook page and uh, join in some of the fun conversation we have over there at Disney with the Ducks. All right. So tonight, um, just like we do every week, we want to ask a question to kind of get to know each other and let our listeners get to know us a little bit better. Um, we're coming up on Thanksgiving here. It's November 12th when we're recording this. We've got a couple of weeks till Thanksgiving. So one of the questions is, have you ever gone Black Friday shopping? And if so, what's your favorite store to go to? So let's start with you, Jeff. I have been Black Friday shopping and. For years, um, all sorts of iterations of that from getting up at two in the morning on Friday to waiting in line on Thursday nights, depending on when stores opened. Um, usually there's very little I ever need to buy. I just enjoy going and watching the people. Um, so we'll go stock out a place by the electronics like a Walmart and just watch them kind of go at it just to watch the carnage. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's nothing that we need, but we just enjoy watching. So Riley and I will be there participating this year. Again, nothing I need to buy, but we will be bright and early standing in line at Walmart waiting for the crazies to happen and see what happens and go from there. But yes, we will be there and enjoying the festivities. All right. Some men just like to watch the world burn, right? Exactly. You're watching those folks fight over a $50, 50-inch TV. Exactly. That's, that's Yeah. All right. Um, Jody, what about you? I have never, ever been Black Friday shopping. Uh, I'm not a much of a shopper. Um, I host Thanksgiving every single year, uh, have been since Tim and I have been married, which has been 22 years now. So I'm typically exhausted. And we tend to have play family games pretty late in the evening on Thanksgiving night. So the idea of getting out there with all the crazies is just doesn't sound like a fun plan. So I've never once tried it. Never been. Okay, well, yeah. you don't know what you're missing out on. Apparently. It is exciting. You can get sometimes CDs, two for $10. I mean, whew. There are always deals on Blu-rays now, DVDs, anything you need, really. That's what I need. Yeah. I'll FaceTime you, Jody, whenever we're at Walmart so you can participate with us. You can go. You can stream live. That will be interesting. <laughs> it, it, it's almost as bad as the Emporium on the 50th. Yeah. I wasn't oh. there either. <laughs> that was fun. You can be our on the streets correspondent. Correct. <laughs> Looking for those Black Friday deals. Um, <laughs> Kevin, what about you? Do you like to go Black Friday shopping? Not really. I've done it one time and that was enough for me. I mean, being in the freezing cold in the middle of the night, you know, two in the morning, waiting for, like you said, a $50 TV that 
you know, probably will will burn up burn up within the first three months, you know, when you plug it in. <laughs> but yeah, it is fun watching the people and uh, watching people just absolutely destroy the shells. And um, I think they've probably done a little better job from what I've heard with people that will, you know, hand out some tickets and stuff like that, but maybe, maybe not. But um, yeah, I usually would go to Best Buy because that's kind of where they would have some pretty good deals on video games or movies, things like that. Um, memory cards, things, you know, those kind of things. But I do like looking at the ads. Those are always fun to look through when they come out just to see, you know, what kind of things they're promoting and things like that for, you know, the early bird, you know, the early bird shopper. Yeah. And that's the 5 a.m. guy. And it's even morphed into, you know, Thanksgiving day now. So that makes it even crazier. So. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting when you drive by like somewhere at like Walmart on our way home from somewhere Thanksgiving night and it's packed already. Like, come on guys, you can, yeah. you can wait another 10 hours. Exactly. But hey, no. Lonnie's shaking his head. All right, Lonnie. So what about you? Where are you going on Black Friday if you're going out? Well, you know, before we moved to Arkansas uh, five years ago, Black Friday was something big. It was like a holiday for us, right? So my brothers would come over. My wife would cook big pot of gumbo. Uh, we'll sit there, you know, get all the ads out. Like Kevin said, we'll strategize. We'll make a plan. This is what we want. That's what we want. This is where we're going first. And uh, And we would head out that night and we wouldn't come back sometimes till six in the morning i mean we would actually catch breakfast at like waffle house or something after we had a whole day whole night of shopping like jeff i've seen fights for towels at walmart i've seen people grab tvs and run out the store at walmart i mean it's just I, i'm a little disappointed because now you know black friday isn't the same so now they start having sales way before uh, they they close the stores or they do stuff like that to try to take the excitement out. And now since I'm up here, you know, my brothers don't come up here to go Black Friday shopping because there's basically nothing to shop here in Little Rock. But before then, in New Orleans, we would be there and we would Black Friday hard. Hard. <laughs> What's the, one of the best deals you ever got, Lonnie? I think I bought like two TVs for like, 250 a, a tv for like 255 inches did i need tvs i'm you know my wife's like why are you getting that I'm, you don't even need it I'm, i don't need it but it's a deal and i want it and no, I, I bought them and and literally i think i gave one I gave one to my, my 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 dad for christmas uh the other one was sitting in the box like forever um you know and, and i would always get to kevin's point some games like there'll be a game system out there so usually you know i'll jump on a, a an xbox or something like that I really honestly didn't even need a lot of the stuff. It's just I had to have it because it was Black Friday and it's a deal. Yep. Yep. I mean, that's just it. I'll be honest with you. And it's 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 capitalism to the to the utmost. You know, it's what makes America great. <laughs> it is. You know, yeah. Cheap, buying stuff cheap, you don't need. Cheap electronics from China. Right? Cheap like mean, none yeah. says America like cheap electronics from China. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you, John? Oh, with all with five kids, I can't imagine what shopping is like for you. Do you so go out? We we actually we used to always have a tradition of Katie and I would drop the kids off at her mom's at like six in the morning and we'd go to Target or wherever just kind of to see people. And I mean we didn't really buy too much. Like I, I'm the type I have no 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just like we get away from the kids. We go to Target for like an hour, walk around, go to breakfast, come home and wrap presents and stuff. Because we usually by this point have bought most of our presents. So then we wrap them without the kids here and then go pick the kids up, go to lunch. And that's that's the end of it. I mean, for me, I have no willpower, so I can't wait till something's on sale. Like Hmm. if I want a TV or a video game, I I go buy the TV or the video game. And yeah, maybe I, I didn't save that four dollars, but. You know, it's it's worth it to not have to fight some old lady for it who's trying to get it for her grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no. but we, we, our first condo that we bought together was right across the street from a Best Buy. And Thanksgiving night, we always had fun after a few drinks of just watching these people line up and like put their tents out at midnight. And these people were insane. Yeah. And uh. like Lonnie, like you said, they they're walking out of there with all these TVs at five in the morning, whatever time they open up. Like, mm-hmm. whew. But the good old um, days, lining up in front of yeah. Best Buy, tent, yeah, hot and cocoa, yeah. For like we have the internet, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Internet messed all of it up. Jeff Bezos yeah. is the devil. Yeah, but I mean, I can order it today and have it tomorrow, and you know sure. that to me, the convenience is worth not saving all that money and not having to fight people. Katie did push a guy out of the way one time to get like a. Yes. Uh, Dyson. We had a we wanted a Dyson uh, vacuum. It was on sale for like half price, and those things are expensive. <laughs> so there was one left, and she just kind of like, like went into linebacker mode and just kind of <laughs> grabbed it and ran away as this guy was like looking at it and talking to his wife about it. <laughs> <laughs> Must establish dominance. That's what I'm talking about, man. You just you just you seize yeah. the opportunity. That's what Black Friday yeah. is about, man. You see, she quickly just handed to you exactly. because they're not going to try to take it off of you. Yeah, they would no, try to take definitely it from her. And then the guy turns around and I'm standing there with this vacuum, like I don't even know what the heck this thing is. <laughs> He's so, like, never mind, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the benefit of being a, a large man. People don't mess with you, even though they don't know that I've never been in a fight. Right. They don't know that I'm too afraid to like, you know, get hit. So I would have just given it to the guy. <laughs> You've oh, never been in a fight, John, at all? Not, okay. Uh, this may take away the family rating. I've never been in a one-on-one fight or any type of fight while sober. The only fights I've ever oh, been in were like in college oh. at bars. And it was usually like an idiot buddy, like hitting on some guy's girlfriend or something, and then pulling the rest of us into a melee. Um, so yeah, Jody has Jody. been in a fight. This could be a whole episode. That's a good first question. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap up Black Friday. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So no, I mean, I guess more likely to be in a fight the night before Thanksgiving. Um, but I don't like that night either because I have a million kids and what am I going to do? Go to the bar? That's just doesn't. It doesn't work out. Um, but it reminds me a lot. It reminds me a lot of Run Disney too. You know, waiting in line to get into the expo. Yeah. To that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. You don't need that in your life. Like, no. I'm too old for that. So, all right. Um, so that's good. So we kind of got warmed up with a little bit of Thanksgiving t- shopping talk. Um, but now what we're going to focus on tonight is talking about the things that we're thankful for or grateful for about Disney. Um, so, you know, some of the things that bring joy to our lives and and really, you know, what we really appreciate about um, about Disney World and, and d- the Disney company in general. All right, Jody, let's kick off with you. What's something you're really thankful for um, with Disney this year? Um, 
Well, I'm thankful for the changes they're making for the future. Uh, there are some things that are that are on the horizon that make me really happy that they've listened to their guests uh, and that they're making some of those changes, including park hopping restrictions, not being two o'clock. I always thought that was so silly. You know, you're paying for that benefit of park hopping, and but really you can't use it when you want to. So I, that that makes me really happy. Uh, you know, they're bringing the dining plan back for those who like that. I think that's another great benefit and another win for the uh, people who are visiting the parks. So I think they're doing some things. They're, they're, they're losing, um, for some guests, they're losing the park reservation systems. Maybe not for a lot of us on this call, uh, but I don't know. I think they're making some some positive changes, and they're they're. I think they're trying to go back to the way it was, or bring back some of that. Do I think that they've gotten all the way there? No, but we're focusing on the good stuff and what we're thankful for. So I'm thankful that they're listening to their consumer and that they're trying to make some changes that are going to make our lives a little easier. Yeah, and I, I think that's awesome that they're doing that too. And I think it all kind of started when they brought back Iger. Um, you know, when when um, he came back in, he kind of brought back, I think, some respect from the cast members and, and you know, just a lot of that. Um, I don't even know what the right word is, I guess, but just caring about what people think and trying to shape the company a little bit um, more towards guest service and, and bringing some of that magic back to people. So, all right, um, Kevin. What do you got that you're thankful for? Um, I like the fact that they have races. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for run Disney. And I mean, if it hadn't been for, for that and having that, I would have never met you guys probably. And, and the lizards and, and everybody else. I mean, I'm thankful for, for being able to have the opportunity to go and, and run and, and see kind of the back, the backside of the parks and the things that you would probably never get to see without some kind of special tour or something like that. I mean, that was, that's, that's something that I really enjoy about it. And, and it's uh, something that I didn't even know about until 2015. So it's pretty, pretty big one for me. Yeah. That's an yeah. awesome one, Kevin. I was, I had that on my list to run Disney and the lizards and just kind of the, like you said, I mean, I never would have met any of you guys and made a lot of really good friends through um, through Run Disney events and the training for it and kind of connecting. And so that's awesome. And it's so much more fun than running a local race um, just because of all the, you know, everything, the fireworks, the characters and sneaking down to Disney without the kids is a pretty, pretty good time, too. So, <laughs> all right, um, Lonnie, what are you thankful for? Well, you know, I think Kevin um, hit the nail on the head in regards to Run Disney. Uh, thankful for that. Thankful for the feelings I get when I'm actually in the parks, right? I mean, it's a way to kind of escape uh, reality, right? And yeah. go into your, your happy place. Um, you know, that's something, uh, the family time that we get. Um, I love when I go with my family, but I also love when I go, um, you know, a couple trip or even a single trip. So there's not a ever a bad time I've, I've been at Disney, right? So I think just overall, all the feels that you get when you uh, when you cross under, um, you know, that pole, that 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 entrance way, and you go into um, on property, right? So uh, mm -hmm. Disney overall uh, is just my happy place. And I'm thankful for it. That's a really yeah. good one. And yeah. just that feeling you get that you can be a kid, you know, again, and, and not have to, you know, 
really hold back. I mean, you can be pretending like you're a kid and it's all accepted and it's fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot better than my regular day life where I act like a 14 year old boy all the time and get made fun of for it at Disney. It's just normal. So yeah. you're expected to act like that at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It really just fits. Uh, no, that's a good one, Lonnie. I had Disney magic on my list as well. Just kind of, like you said, you get there and you, you just feel awesome. Yeah. And there's, you, you have no worries. You're in the bubble and it's just, it's a feeling like there's a reason they say, welcome home when, you know, you come back from, uh, from the parks to your resort and, and that type of thing. So I love it. Um, Jeff, what do you got? What's something you're thankful for? Mine kind of ties into Lonnie and Kevin both. Um, I'm thankful that there's just so much you can do that. It's a generational trip for anybody. Um, you have grandparents to parents to grandkids to great grandkids. You can go commando all day long and ride every ride and go rope drop to fireworks, or you can just sit on a bench and just enjoy things and watch and watch parades and see shows and still have a great time. It doesn't matter what you do. Any age can have fun there. Um, every trip for me is different. So it's just, there's always something I can do that's different where I can still enjoy myself regardless of how many times I've been there. That's a really yeah. good one. And I don't think a lot of people really realize that until they've gone and done multiple trips and just not worried so much about, you know, riding every single ride. But, you know, that's really good that, that you can go and, and have it, you know, a little bit different every time like that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the multi-generational portion of it, there's easy ways for people who are older or younger and can't go commando all day like you jeff um you know maybe they have chafing issues out there in the heat i don't know but you know <laughs> mm -hmm. they can they can go back to the resort and hang out at the pool and there's awesome pools they can go check out some of the shows um you know go go sit in hall of presidents for 20 minutes and go see the land whatever you know those type of kind of sit down relaxing uh events yeah, I mean, you can go sit yeah. in the back of a car and uh, share a milkshake and a hamburger. You can definitely right. do that. You know, yeah. with, with, with a loved one. That's always a good time. Mm -hmm. Nothing more magical than that. Nothing. It's, that's that's no, what I've heard. I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't a part of it, but I've heard. I've seen. I, <laughs> I've seen the results of that. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Um. So one of the things I'm really thankful for and what kind of got me into Disney was um, the fact that they take food allergies so seriously. Um, I think I mentioned a lot that my daughter and I both have celiac disease. So we can't have like any type of gluten, even like uh, it, we're talking like 20 parts per million. So that's like somebody touches something and touches our food. And Disney, we've never felt unsafe. I've never, I mean, for as many trips as we've been on, I've never got sick eating out there, which is a pretty common occurrence if I eat out pretty much anywhere else. Um, so it's it's something that really means a lot to us. And the cast members are so knowledgeable and so helpful. And to be honest, like I, it's like that even taking food allergies out of it. If you don't see something on the menu that you like, you know, they will talk to you about it and find something that's a good option for you. And the chefs are creative and the servers are amazing about going and finding things out for you. Um, so I think that's one of the things that I really love about Disney is just how careful they are with that kind of stuff. And it's it's kind of like, you know, they're very inclusive um, with that kind of stuff. And they want to make sure everybody has a good, good time and stays safe. And, you know, that's something as... Um, critical to a trip as food, you don't have to even worry about, which is amazing. 
So that's probably my, that's what got us into Disney, to be honest, was we went with my daughter the first time and we were like, holy moly, we don't have to worry about her being sick after a meal every time. So it was, that's one of my things. All right. Um, So let's see, Jeff, what else are you thankful for? I am thankful that the barges are mostly gone at the Epcot Lagoon. <laughs> no more tacos. That's a good one. Right? That was a rough couple years, and I'm glad they saw their error their ways. And I wish they would permanently leave Epcot forever, but I, I realize that's just my pipe dream of reality there. So we'll be looking forward to the new show. But for the most part, the giant tacos and barges are no longer the eyesore. But were they really an eyesore? Every yep. time you look at it, didn't you think of Stargate and just yes, how amazing Stargate. I was waiting. I was waiting for the invasion to start. It would come through that gate. Right. Yeah. So I just watched it all the time intently, thinking a whole army was going to come through there. The only thing that could have made that better is if Goofy was jumping through it and if it was lit on fire. And he's just like taking a ski jump right through the Stargate yeah. as they're playing music. What if like Duke Kaboom really cool. was on it, like right? I mean, through a flaming circle, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah. That that could have it probably still wouldn't even saved it, but it would have <laughs> made it. It would have made it more interesting. Dude, I don't know. We've talked about it before. I love that show. I liked it. Jeff, you gotta admit, during the Run Disney races, man, when they had those things lit up and it had the Run Disney the emblem weekend and all and, that yeah, stuff in there, yeah. that was pretty cool, man. You got it. That was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it's one of those things I didn't know I needed. You know, if it wasn't there, I wouldn't have known it was okay. Ah, got you. Well, that makes sense, though. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's a good one, Jeff. I think a lot of people agree with you because the sight lines are much better in World Showcase now. But unfortunately, we don't have the little spinning ball with the lasers on the mist. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like that. I did, too. But, you know, like you said, during the day, it's not not the best thing to look at. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So, Lonnie. What else do you got that you're thankful for? Man, you know, I'm thankful for blue sky concepts because, uh, you know, that just gives me hope that the park is you know, evolving and changing. And hopefully it'll take some of those things and incorporate them. Um, so the fact that they're looking toward the future, uh, the fact that the investments that they're going to make, uh, even though I think at the last investor conference, it's more of toward the back end. Right. It's going to be a slow scale up and then it's going to be a, you know, a big spend capital spends at the end. But still, I'm thankful that they're thinking about how to make the park successful and new for years to come yeah that's a good one it's really cool to see things coming and changing and adapting to you know the new everything new going on in the world but i mean even like you know when you look at tron that was something that has been talked about for a while and finally opened and it's awesome so i just wish they had more fidelity around some of the ideas that they shared like some of them it seems like you get so excited and then you're like wait a minute that may never actually happen yeah. So, you know, the but, thing about it is, and I always said this, Disney fans are or Disney is in a precarious situation themselves. Right. Because you got Disney fans who, if you change one thing in the park, they're like, oh, you're killing my childhood. Walt is rolling over in his grave, you know, but if you don't change anything, oh, is this the same? I'm going to Universal. So they're really in a bad situation. Right. I mean, it's a no win situation for most people. Walt always said that the parks would always evolve and they'll never be the same. But I think some people just want it to never change, but they want new stuff. Just don't mess with my old stuff. So it's yeah. one of those things that they really, the, the Imagineers, I mean, they try their best, 
But, you know, you can't win for losing. You really can't. But overall, to your point, too, John, because you make a very good point, I wish to put a little bit more teeth in the blue sky concepts, right? Not saying we're thinking about this, but this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. But yeah. Yeah. And even if it's 10 years out, you know, yeah. like at least let's let's start to see what's really going to happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, 10 years, that's how that, that was how long it took to build Tron, right? Wasn't it 10, 11? I, I think it was 15. I remember. 15 yeah. years. There you go. <laughs> it's worth it. Don't get me wrong. By two is worth it as well. So, I mean, it yeah. took a while, but it's worth it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a good one, Lonnie. Um, Jody, what, what do you got that you're thankful for? Uh, I have cast members. I think that um, they have just had... I mean, since post-COVID, they've just really taken a lot of hits and a lot of negativity and nastiness for things that they weren't responsible for. They were just enforcing the rules that were given to them. And they've really had some tough times there um, and weren't given the respect or the thanks that they deserved because they work long hours and they don't make a lot of money. And I, I just think cast members just really they truly want you to have a good time and they, they are there to try to make your experience the best. And, um, you know, I just, am, I'm thankful for them and what they do to, to make our trips even better. Um, whether it's, you know, a smile and a have a good day, or if it's a, Hey, here's a free ice cream bar, you know, and, and everything in between. Um, even the one, you know, the, the ones who are there cleaning the bathrooms, making sure that they're always paper towels and all that stuff. They're, they just, they really work hard. And I think there's a love and a passion for what they do. And again, I think during the COVID years, it was pretty hard for them. And I'm just, I think that I've just noticed the last trip or so, they seem happier and just lighter, I guess, is the way I would explain it. And I just, I feel like, you know, I'm just thankful for all that they've done because they, I, I think they, they're, they're finally now on an upswing of, of joy. And I think it's, it's showing. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. We noticed that in March when we were there, that it was a huge difference from when we had went a year earlier. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, a lot of it was COVID restrictions and stuff had been lifted to a point. Um, and that has to help. Cause like you said, then the guests are in a better mood too. But I think the cast members really were going out of their way to make the kids feel special and just make it a magical experience for everybody, which was awesome. Hmm. Good point. All right. So Jody, I had that one on my list too. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because that's um, a pretty big part that can make your trip even more amazing than it's already going to be when, when those cast members go out of their way. All right, uh, Kevin, what else do you got on your list of, of things you're thankful for? So one I'll, I'll list two real quick. Cause one of them is just a one-time thing or one quick thing that they finally brought figment into Epcot to where you can meet him. I mean, I'm very thankful for that and thankful that I was able to get him. And if he would have walked away, I might've had to tackle him, but I didn't want to. <laughs> So it, I'm thankful that, you know, he, he stuck around and let me meet him. And that was a, the highlight of my trip back in October. Um, but one, the big one for me is, and this probably won't get a whole lot of love. It depends on who the fans are, um, that kind of thing. But I'm, I'm glad that Disney has taken over Star Wars. Uh, some people aren't happy about that, but I've, I, I am happy about it because I feel like, 
Um, they have, they're, they're learning and they're going through their steps and that kind of thing. And, and there's been a lot of good things released, uh, a lot of promise there. They've got the, the, you know, galaxy's edge at the parks. They've got, you know, a lot of really cool things coming out. I think they've got, they've, they found, you know, Filoni and put him in the, in the driver's seat on a lot of good things. Um, and then that leading into Disney plus, and I think they breathed some life into star Wars. It was getting kind of, um, other than Clone Wars getting started, you know, there wasn't a whole lot, you know, in the in the early 2000s. It kind of ended after Revenge of the Sith. And so there wasn't a whole lot on the horizon. And I think having a bigger company like Disney leading that charge, it, they have the capital to be able to to put into it what it needs to be to expand the universe to where, you know, it can go on and on. And it doesn't have to just end with the skywalkers you know that's that's what i'm excited about yeah yeah Yeah, it's cool they've got the capital but they've also got the storytelling um i guess knowledge and experience too right to really bring that new content forward and and have it still be true to i guess kind of everything that came before it so yeah i feel the same way about marvel with them that they've really done an awesome job yeah like bringing that that in has been amazing so yeah that's really cool um and i was going to mention too disney plus as one that i'm really just thankful for and in general um it gives you access to all those old movies like we talked about on on our last episode right i've never no, we got it we got it that's a challenge remember we yeah. said we were going to watch one of those i have i, I have not yet <laughs> I finally watched the second episode of Loki, though, so I'm I'm mm. starting to get my way through uh, some of the series I want to watch. Second episode of Loki, season one or two, season two. two, two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, but I I love Disney Plus, and I like some of the behind the scenes content they put out there too. Mm-hmm. Like there's some of the Imagineering shows, and there's shows about like Animal Kingdom and how they treat the animals, and it's just it's really cool to see you know things like that that you wouldn't normally get to see on TV. Um, and it's produced by Disney. So, you know, the quality is good and that type of thing. Um, so I love that. And that's one of my favorite, it's probably my favorite streaming service. Um, plus it has bluey. So, you know, I mean, (laughs) I'm surprised that wasn't the first thing you said you were thankful for. (laughs) So it was the first thing on my list. Um, but no, so it kind of, the Disney plus discussion brings me to bluey. I'll talk about that now, I guess, instead of waiting, but, um, so I love Bluey and I think it makes me a better parent. I think the games they play, it's like some of those games are so fun to play with the kids. Like we were playing, um, what is it, Alice? Oh no, what was, oh my gosh, no, I forget. What's the, Tina. We were playing Tina today where like the girls would be like, Tina, make daddy lay on the ground. And then Tina would push me down on the ground because she's their giant invisible friend. Um, just stuff like that. Daddy robot. We play all the time. Um, <laughs> whale watching. We did the other day, like just stuff like that. That is, it gives you these little tiny ideas of something so fun to play with your kids. And it just, it's cool. Cause it's, it's got enough adult humor, not, not like Simpsons type adult humor, but enough right. jokes that like about parenting itself. Right. And like mm-hmm. some of the stuff you have to go through to be a parent. Um, but then the kid jokes are hilarious too so plus Mm -hmm. eight minute episodes fits my attention span perfectly like some of these shows like loki i the reason i've only watched two episodes i don't have 45 minutes straight where i can watch tv at any point during my day so having what they're saying too because otherwise you'll be lost yeah Yeah. 
So, so you, yeah, and that's the thing is like, so it's it's nice to have a show like that that's so um, real and funny and just shows like what real good parents are like. And it's not the sitcom parents that like, you know, the dad's a total goofball and doesn't get engaged with his kids and it's not, you know, super serious either. It's so it, I don't know. I just, I love that show so much for so many reasons. I have a random bluey question. So Riley said over the weekend that there's a 24 minute bluey episode coming out soon. How are you going to handle this? I don't know. Jody, uh, Jody emailed me about this. A link from, I think Kenny the Pirate had a story about it, right? And so that was the first thing I thought, though. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how like I feel three about Three in a row. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, usually it stays on repeat anyway, right? So right. it doesn't make a difference. You, he says he loves Bluey. I know he does. I love Bluey as well. And even though it's only like eight to ten minutes, you don't watch just one, right? You can't no. watch just one. You don't. But that break at the end of the episode mm-hmm. resets my attention span, right? It does. It does. So, 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 John, give me your top two favorite Bluey episodes. Okay. Smoochie Kiss is number one. Okay. I feel like that, if they would have taken a camera crew and followed me around my house, um, mm-hmm. that that is exactly what they would see, is just my kids trying to stop me from getting a smoochy kiss. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there's that one. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite. And then, gosh. <sighs> okay, so I think Unicorns is, is okay. definitely up there, because I love how annoying Bandit is with the little unicorn puppet. Um, I just love it. I don't know. So that that's probably my other favorite one, I would say. But Smoochie mm-hmm. Kiss is like, it's like way up there. And then Unicorns is a distant second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. Yeah. I love yeah. them. What about you, Lonnie? Um, What's yours? You know what? It, they change all the time. But I love uh, Grumpy Granny. That's when Muffin was you know that's so that one has rose it's risen to the top right because every time i watch it it gets funnier and funnier so i love that uh because i love muffin and facey time because that's muffin as well muffin is one of those characters that you know you kind of because you remember that when muffin was the cowboy hat when you remember that john was like cow don't say cowboy hat again and she's like cow boy hat you know and she's running from the dad and she's you know and it but the, the parenting part of it was when actually the mom and dad, Muffin's mom and dad, you know, she actually stopped him from actually disciplining them. And she was like, look, I'm a dad too. You got to let me help out. And then Bandit was like muted because they're having a private conversation. And at the end, you see those Muffin's parents coming together, right? And they hug and they like, you know, they reaffirm each other. And then they go out and they try to catch Muffin, which you can't catch Muffin because she's his Muffin. So that's my two favorites for now. Tomorrow to be something different because yeah. I love all of them. Grumpy Grannies, though. Oh my god, oh, that's my... it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Muffin just like arguing with that lady about buying the scooter. <laughs> yeah, you got Jody. You got to watch that one. I know you like. I don't watch Blue. You got to watch Grumpy Granny. It is hilarious. Yeah. Whenever anybody mm-hmm. drops like a coin in my house, we're like my coin. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah. Man. I'm going to watch it tonight. You know what? God, there's so many things too, like Bandit does that I I do now at home too, like uh, ice cream, the ice cream episode. Oh, when she said, well, "That's not look, fair." Look at so, those quads. You know that she's picking them up, put in the car. It's like, look at those quads. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's so many good. Yeah, and it's like 
the whole episode is like that's not fair he's like no actually it's entirely fair yeah i'm like you know what yeah this did spin out quickly. This has become a Bluey episode. I'm sorry. Right. John and I are going to have our own Bluey conversation after <laughs> this. John, stay on. Let's talk about right. Bluey, man, after. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, okay. So we'll move on. Um, we're, we're all thankful for Bluey. Um, all right. So going back through, let's see. Uh, Lonnie, what else do you got that you're you're thankful for? You know, I, I'm thankful that every trip to Disney is different. Um, you know, I, I had my, my, my daughter had her first run Disney race. She loved it. Uh, so it was a, a daddy daughter trip uh, for most of the time. But then I'm thankful that, you know, Jeff came aboard and changed our whole trip. And it was for the better. Right. It was. And we, so we hung out with Jeff for a day. We did a lot of cool things. Uh, every Disney trip is different. You can make it where you're, you're blowing and going and you're trying to see as much as you can. And you can do this or you can make it when you could just relax and take it easy and stroll around or people watch. I mean, you can. Disney is such that you can actually create the vacation you want each time and it could be different. And I love that about it. Yeah, that is awesome. And you can make it that way too. You know, mm -hmm. it can naturally become a different trip or you can just totally choose, you know, we're going to do something completely different this time. I love yeah. it. Nice. All right. Um, Jody, what else do you got on your list that you're thankful for? So my, my final one um, is a little, like, oh, you're going to make fun of me, but it's, it's the community. It's finding like-minded friends who don't think it's weird to be an adult and to like Disney and to want to go on trips together and spend time together and to know that wanting to go back year after year or, and spend to the, this community is, um, it can, and there are some, there some parts of this community that cannot be so pretty. I mean, I've seen stuff online where people can be pretty nasty to other Disney fans, but I think for the most part, our community, the Disney with the docs and the other ones that we're a part of, I think we're all pretty, pretty nice. Like we're encouraging and supportive and um, we like to learn from each other and like to hear about each other's trips and um, support each other. But this community and this friendships that you've, that we've created, um, I, again, our little podcast group, but larger, um, it's, it's special. And everyone says, you know, don't meet people on the internet and be careful of what you do on the internet. But uh, my life is better because of it. And be better because of all of you and the friendships that we've made and the experiences that we've had. I mean, I love going on my trips with my family. And I love building those memories too. But there's really something um, incredibly good for the soul to be around other good people who lift you up. So the community. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really good point. Jody is like Kevin kind of mentioned earlier with the running community and stuff, the run Disney community, but Disney as a whole, the, the community can be so supportive. Like, I mean, I've met some of my closest friends through Disney and a lot of people I hadn't even met in person until a year after I knew them. Um, and some people I still haven't met yet, and I would still consider them really good friends. Um, so it's it's really cool when you can find a group like that of just, like you said, like-minded people, love one thing in common, and all of our lives are completely different. You know, you come from different places all over the country and different beliefs and everything else, and you get that one common thing to kind of thread you all together. So that is pretty awesome. Hmm. All right, uh, Kevin, what else is on your list of uh, things you're grateful for? Okay. Um, I'm thankful for Disney being a company um, that fosters 
very, very strongly creativity. And so, I mean, to almost create their own, you know, their own branch of branch of engineering that ties all the engineering together, become Imagineers. And it's just, they foster um, that kind of creativity that you don't always get in the engineering side. Um, as an engineer, you, you have a lot of, um, you know, things that kind of stand in the way of you kind of just thinking outside the box. And I think that um, Disney does a really good job of, of creating that sandbox for thinkers and, and doers that, um, and it also sets really good examples for kids as they're coming up. I mean, it was because of Disney that I, I became an engineer. I mean, that's uh, the creativity that's there. I mean, whether you're art artistic or whether you're more of a structural thinker or, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, it, it's just really wide open. And I feel like that, you know, I haven't worked for Disney, but I, I feel like that they probably have a really good program where they do a lot of really cool brainstorming ideas on on new things. And and you see some of that with the blue sky and, and that kind of thing. And unfortunately, not everything comes to an actual, you know, living, breathing thing. But um, it's really cool that they let that they have that set up where, you know, people can kind of go above and beyond what's what's expected in other places and it's become a kind of a uh, a hallmark not just of how other companies should run but also how engineering how it's really changed the engineering field and what the way people the way people look at different things i mean for one example you know i do a lot of work with stormwater and they do a lot of really good stormwater management at disney the one thing you never see at disney is a mosquito um, and so they, they, and that's because of good stormwater management. I mean, they built a theme park in a swamp in Florida and you don't see a single mosquito. And that's because of how creative they were with building a, building a place that you can escape to, to your childhood in, but at the same time it's functional and it, you know, kind of goes above and beyond what a lot of other places would do. So. Yeah, it's like they're given permission to dream and explore and try and push the boundaries a little bit where right. other companies you have to stay within the mold and there's they, they get a little more freedom to explore. So that's kind yeah. of with Walt Disney looking at you know the land that Walt Disney World is built on. I mean, at the time it was considered, you know, wasteland almost, and he he had that vision and was able to turn something that was unusable into what it is today. So it's pretty yeah. inspiring. He created a whole economy in central Florida, which is nuts. In a, in a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. It's insane. But yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, Kevin. And like you said, I mean, it, it inspires kids, right? Because there are those kids out there that have the engineering mindset, but also want to explore things creative creatively and it gives you a place where you can do that and that's that's really cool all right um let's see jeff are there any other items on your list that you're thankful for most of mine have been covered through everything else um just kind of elaborate a little bit more john you mentioned disney plus before we went into our little bluey tangent but <laughs> i like just the ability of the vault being mostly not completely but mostly fully open old things from my childhood that you'd see on 
um, Wide World of Disney or Wonderful World of Disney or whatever that was. Old uh, VH tape or VHS tapes we used to get the library of like Davy Crockett and things like that. We can still just turn on and watch whenever we want just to kind of see some of the old things. Um, we've all kind of touched on the friends that we've made in the communities that are out there. Um, I'm very thankful for that. Um, I'm probably most thankful though for like the Mickey ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> so I think that's the perfect way for me to end is the Mickey ice cream sandwich. I thought you were going to say the lobster mac and cheese. <laughs> if it was shipped in Mickey, I probably would. I, that's a good idea now that I think about it. They need to have bowls that are Mickey shaped <clears throat> for all their foods like okay. that. Right? That shouldn't be that hard to do. Mm -mm. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Jody, that's a great idea. So it would be the lobster mac and cheese if it was Mickey shaped. Okay. So, Jeff, I think we have a new job for you now. You could become an Imagineer in the culinary area of Disney. You don't want me anywhere near a kitchen, John. It's actually more like ceramics and glass. That's probably worse. That um, would be where we want him. So he can create the bowl, the mechanism for the glass yeah. cheese to get in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I think I only have... A couple of things left too and mine all the things i have left kind of have a common thread of being involved with the senses um so i love the music at disney um not just at the parks but all of the disney music is so fun and as someone who's like played music in one way or another my entire life it's just something that i was really i think drew me into disney as a kid um you know with aladdin and little mermaid and beauty and the beast all those um lion king they had such amazing soundtracks um and i think i've said before like alan minkin is one of my favorite humans i, I just love everything he's done um we Sorry to interrupt, but we just had um, seventh and eighth grade um, chorus concert, which was super cute. There were maybe 25 boys for seventh and eighth grade and about 250 girls. So it was pretty <laughs> funny. But um, but they they did Disney songs. The girls did um, the song from Brave. Um, uh, what it, I can't think of it now. But anyway, and then the boys did uh be a man from Mulan, which was just, you know, kind of cute because there were a few of them. But I, I agree, the music from Disney, it, it's just, it's, it's such a masterpiece. I mean, it really is yeah. so well done. I mean, it's, talk about talent. I mean, yeah. And it's like, it's not just the movies. It's you look at the parks and I mean, I'll sit there and listen to the parks loops in the background while I work or, you know, while we're doing things around the house and stuff because it just gives you that feeling of, being there and bring some of that magic home. So that's one of my things. Another one is the smells. So I love Disney smells. I just, the other last week I ordered a whole bunch of stuff from one of the candle companies that makes, you know, Disney scented stuff. So I'm super pumped about that. I got like wax melts and I've got candles and I've got essential oils to diffuse. Um, so I, I love, I love the smells there. Um, you know, you walk into each resort and it's unique and it smells completely different. You know, you go to the Poly and you smell like you're, I've never been to Hawaii, but I assume all of Hawaii smells just like Disney's Polynesian. Um, and then, but then you go to Willness Lodge and you've got like something like, you know, musky and woody and it's just, it's fun. I don't know. I love it. Um, so that's something too. And then the last thing, I mean, really the thing I'm most thankful for with Disney is uh, my taste buds when the Lapu Lapu hits my tongue. Um, so, you know, 
Oh my gosh, I got Bluey and Lapu Lapu into one episode. Yeah, it's my dream come true. <laughs> I was made for this. Uh, but no, I just, I, I, and honestly, the Lapu Lapu is really good. But I think the reason I love it so much is because of the memories it brings back of being at Ohana with my kids and with Katie. And we've met friends there. And, um, you know, we've we've stayed there a lot because that was our home resort for the first couple of years we had DVC. So, I, you know, it's it's more than just the drink itself. It's the memories attached to it. But it's also walking around the Polynesian with a giant pineapple and everybody looking at you like, what is this dude doing? And you get the people who look at you in disgust because you're drinking out of a pineapple. And you have the people that look at you in amazement and ask you, where did you get that? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And for just $25 or so, you can have one of your own. You too. Yeah. Can have this. But like you say, Lonnie, it's not your money. It's Mickey's money. Exactly. Just give it to him, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so those that's really all I, I had on my list. Do you guys have any of you else have anything else that you didn't mention? Yeah, I, you know, I have one, John, and it's uh, it's a little away from the park, but I'm thankful for Disney Cruise Line uh, because to me, um, you know, I go back and forth sometimes and a lot of times, actually, the cruise vacation is better than the park vacation uh, for what it means. Right. So, And what do you do? Right. So um, I really love Disney Cruise Line. Um, you know, my family does as well. We've been on other cruise ships. To, to, they don't. They don't hold account of the Disney Cruise Line, in my opinion. So I am thankful for the cruise line uh, and what you can do on it. So that's my final one. I agree with you with that one. <laughs> it's Jody approved. It is Jody approved. <laughs> I need, yeah. I really, the more and more I think about it, I need to experience one of these cruises. So if any of you want to adopt a couple of kids, um, that would help me. Because a couple? <laughs> Well, probably, I mean, probably four of the five. Yeah. Like I can afford to take me and one, well, maybe two. Crosby can probably go free. So No, he's two. I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, he definitely can't fly for free. Know. I assume Disney's, yeah. Disney's not letting that one go. So John, I think this could be the original Hunger Games. You can just put those, <laughs> put them in a room and say, whoever comes out the room. Yeah. Gets to go on the cruise line. With there me we go. to Disney, and let's yeah, let's like Crosby walks in with a bag of wheat, just ready yeah. to take out Tara. <laughs> just you know, just Terrible. having that, just shut the door. All you hear is the, the bumping around. You hear screams of of help. Yeah. You hear this, Crosby's that, that. And then finally, and finally, one walks out. It's like Thunderdome. You know, five yeah. enter, yeah. one leave. You're the <laughs> one. <laughs> and whatever that oh, is, you're like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Pack your stuff. Pack your bag. We're going. We're going on a cruise. <laughs> Oh boy, that's one way to do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I'll take that under advisement and see how we can do this without CPS getting involved. Film it. Uh, it way, film it. It might advice. have to be like a a high stakes Yahtzee game or something. Mm -mm. Um, <laughs> no, it has to be. It's like a Highlander. That can be only one. I'll have a pile of weapons in the middle of the room, like Nerf guns and boards. Yeah, and if you really want to get it, play the 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 the. The, the soundtrack for Star Trek when Kirk was about to fight somebody. Dun, 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 dun. You know, Kevin knows. Let him go at it, man. Let him go at it. Hmm. There you go. I, I don't think I'm old enough for Star Trek. Sorry. Sorry, Lonnie. You can yeah. watch that too, man. You can catch some of those. Uh, yeah. In all my free time, I can watch 27 yeah. seasons of Star Trek going back mm -hmm. to the 60s or whatever. <laughs> oh boy all right well that was fun i 
I love talking about things that we're grateful for and, and kind of all the positive talk we, we had today. Um, it's just, it's amazing how many memories and stuff can be attached to a place like that. Um, and it keeps us coming back. So they're doing something right. Um, but with that, we will, we will give our listeners something to be thankful for. And that is the giggles that we're about to provide in quacking up with the ducks. So Kevin, what do you got for us tonight? What can make Since we're talking about Thanksgiving and you know, that kind of thing. And what goes along with it is Turkey. So what did the leftover turkey say? What? Make me a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I will. (laughs) Boom, your sandwich. (laughs) So wait, real quick sidebar. Um, Are you guys, how do you make your your turkey sandwiches? Because I'm like cold on white bread with mayo. Uh, Not, no, not mayo. Miracle Whip. That's my thing. Extra Miracle Whip, just plain bread, and the cold turkey. What do you guys do? Just pepper. Not no, <laughs> not that. What do you do? Then? <laughs> A lot of people heat it up with, like, gravy and stuff. And, I mean, that's good. You know, make it like a hot, open-faced sandwich or something. But, no, not me. Hmm. Okay. I was just curious. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Uh, Jody, can you make us quack up? No, not really. But I. <laughs> uh, so, what side of the turkey has more feathers? I don't the know outside. which one. The outside. Oh, Jeff was right. <laughs> yeah, good job. That's Jeff. true. Hmm. So stupid, but I had to come up with a Thanksgiving one, and they were all like not very. Funny. Oh man, Lonnie, what do you got? Well, I don't have a joke tonight, guys, but I do have a, a bit of bad news. So I uh, I ended up having to go to the doctor last week, uh, the optometrist, because I was having trouble uh, seeing, and he told me that I was colorblind. And it's crazy because the you know that news came out of, out of the orange. <laughs> <laughs> all right jeff what do you got for us so what is a turkey's favorite horror movie i don't know what Mm -hmm. poultry geist (laughs) (laughs) going to the light turkey going to the light (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm gonna just uh yeah, I'm going with the turkey joke too. Why was the turkey asked to join the band? Because he had the drumsticks. Yes. Nice. nice. It's only because I've been looking at Thanksgiving <laughs> jokes for like a while that I knew that one. And there's only about 50 of them. So yeah. So oh, it's like wow. you see the same ones over and over. Yep. yep, you do. Over and over and over again. Oh my. Okay. All right. Well, if you've stuck with us this long, thank you so much. And if you could please go out and give us five stars we would be thankful yeah Mm -hmm. we would be very thankful and um it would help make others happy so they would be thankful to you for the algorithm pushing them to our show by (laughs) your five-star review that might be a bit of a stretch but hey um no but we are we are very thankful for all of you guys our listeners and and the people who uh who have told us they like the show and support us and 
all of our friends in the Disney community. So thank you guys so much for uh, helping us get to our 92nd episode, maybe even to 93 or 94 at some point too. So, um, but thank you guys very much for all the support that you've given us over almost two years. Isn't that crazy? Uh, right? Crazy. crazy. Nuts. Inconceivable. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Quaharini, everybody, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Friends. Peace out. Lonnie G. Does anyone else sing that when they say his name? No. no. Mm, I do. <laughs> Is it a song? Like a real song? Um. Yeah, I sing it like I sing the um, Aladdin song. Um, <laughs> wait, Prince Ali? Prince Ali. Da, 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 da. Only I sing Lonnie G. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's my, that's my rhyme in my head. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>